Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Daily Grind. And we have our first entrepreneur interview of 2019. I am so excited because I've been trying to get in hold with this girl forever. And her name is Amara, and she's from the States, and she's known as a young legend. And I feel like, so I found a song that you probably get referenced all the time, and I'm going to hope this works, but I think it's you. Oh, wait, I just screwed it up. Hang on. Oh, okay. It really was ready on cue. Okay. Can you hear it? Right? Like, that is just you. You're on fire. Because if I understand correctly, you're 17 now, right? You just turned 17? Yes. I'll be and turning 18 on the 25th. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. And um, so you've written a book. You've graduated college. You're public speaking. You've been on TED Talks. Like, that is a goal of mine. So I'm crush girl goal jealous. <laughs> so, like, first we're going to – I'm going to ask why. Like, did you look at adults and we're like – they're not achieving what they can. I'm going to crush them. Or were you looking at your youth and thinking they could do better? Like what was the motivation behind just kicking butt? Yeah. Uh, that's such a great question. I will probably say that it's just about leaving a legacy. Um, and I know that's kind of like a big idea, but that was something that I discovered at 14 years old okay. um, in eighth grade that you know, I want to start doing things that will last longer than I do and just kind of doing something for a greater purpose other than, you know, yourself. Wow. I'm pretty sure in grade eight, I was trying to like make sure I didn't go to school with like boogers. I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Did you have like a teacher in grade eight or was it like a parent or a family member that kind of implanted the idea without you realizing it or kind of pushed you? Yeah. So my mother is an entrepreneur. Um, okay. She's been doing it um, since she kind of, she started with property management um, and then she was doing, you know, administrative assistant stuff. And then now she's a realtor and she's actually getting into photography. So it's, she's Ooh. always been um, in the entrepreneurial spirit. And I wouldn't say that I knew that was something I wanted to do before, you know, I actually got into it. It just yeah. kind of seemed like it flowed perfectly. It was in my blood. Uh, and that now you have like a personal photographer, right? Like, hopefully yes, she does all my photography <laughs> and videography. Yeah, it's been a blessing. Oh, my gosh. So because there's so much to know about you, I'm going to give you the question that I kind of give everybody first so that we can just mm -hmm. delve into you. But for me, mental health is something that's really important. And at your age, it might be harder in some ways because you're out here like kicking butt and right. a lot of your peers are doing what 18 year olds do. And in Canada, let's get drunk. So our legal <laughs> age is 18. Yeah. So, like, what do you do to kind of keep yourself grounded when it's really frustrating and you feel like you're alone? And what do you do to keep yourself like just sane? Yeah. So I definitely have those moments of not only, you know, kind of feeling defeated but um I feel like I'm also not doing enough and that's one thing where sometimes if I just want to watch a movie I feel bad for watching a movie oh, because it's, that's not what entrepreneurs do they're not supposed to watch Netflix Listen, okay <laughs> there's great do. motivation on Netflix okay right. I just watched yeah. the Walt Disney yeah. biography so <laughs> yeah I'm actually watching Black Panther over again so you oh, know just great movie great movie. but I will say that um not only being connected with other people who are, you know, entrepreneurs and making a good impact, 
um, just kind of grounding yourself. And I do, I watch videos. I watch YouTube videos of some other kids who are doing great things. And sometimes I'll realize that if I watch them too much, I'm like, oh God, I'm not doing enough. Like this girl's 10 years old and look what she's done. But a lot of the time I find people where they just motivate me and they tell me you can do it because they're telling adults that they can do it. So it's like, I still have so many years ahead of me and I just really have to remember how old I am. And that's one thing where it's like, you know, a lot of kids are still in high school. Yeah. But I'm being able to travel and speak and, um, you know, just make an impact in a good way and make a living doing it. So you just have to remember kind of where you're at, what chapter in your life you're at, especially with social media. And the um, thing is, like, remember. to cut you off, you are enough. Like, no matter what moves you make in a day, like, Amara, you're more right. than enough. And even if it's, yeah. like, you want to watch Black Panther three times in a row, <laughs> that's okay. Because it's yeah. about, like, where you are in the present moment and acknowledging mm-hmm. it. And it's hard. Like, I know sometimes I look at you and I'm like, oh, crap. And then I have to remember, no, I'm where I'm supposed to be for this period of time. Mm-hmm. And as long as I'm giving 100%, and even if that 100% is like 60 based off a regular day, right. at least I'm going out there and grinding, right? Right. And so yeah. I guess you were talking about like people you like on YouTube. Who that's younger than you do you have a goal mm-hmm. crush on? And who is older than you that you look towards? So I will say that the youngest person um, that I really admire is Caleb Maddox. Um, he started motivational speaking at, I think, 10 years old. He's 17 now. We're, um, he just turned 17 in December. Um, and he, he's made, uh, you know, millions of dollars. He has two different businesses that he partners with his dad, which is so great. You know, the whole team is kind of winning at that point. Um, and just the content that he puts out is great for his age. Now, um, the oldest person that I will probably say, I'm trying to think, because I have one girl, she's 18. Okay. Um, as of now, I think she turned 18 in December. Her name is Haley Thomas. Okay. So she is um, the founder of Happy Organization, which is kind of teaching schools about healthy living and making great food. But she's also become kind of a, like a social media influencer. And just a lot of the things that she's been able to do with um, her platform has been great. And she just turned 18. So wow. I, don't know, I guess if that counts, then I'll go with Haley Thomas. Okay. You can say my name. I'll be a little bit like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm still, I'm still new in this journey too. And it's, it's really interesting. So what is something you didn't expect to learn on this journey so far? I didn't expect to not only learn, but realize is that you can't expect something out of a business if you didn't do a hundred percent of the work. And I'll kind of go a little bit into this. So when I first started my business, it was my blog and, um, I kind of realized after almost two years, it'll be two years in March that I had started it. I wanted it to be my business. I wanted to make money being an influencer. Um, And eventually I, I realized once I wasn't making money, I was making money in other ways, which I'm so thankful for, but um, I wanted to be able to, you know, have affiliate links and sponsorships and just all the things that a blogger usually has. 
And then when I kind of talked to my mom about it, like, you know, it's just not where I want to be. She was like, have you done all the things necessary for it to become your business? And it took me a, a lot to step back and say, no, I didn't. You know, there were times where I wasn't blogging at all because of school, you know, or I just wasn't feeling it. Or, you know, I got into it and I'm like, sometimes I'm just not a writer. That's what I tell myself all the time. I'm not a writer. I'm not supposed to be doing this. Um, so it's kind of, but it, it's given me, you know, income in other ways, which is speaking. And now it's starting to turn into something else for 2019. So Can I'm you really tell thankful. Us what it's turning into? Yeah. So right now I've been asked by um, corporations to start speaking about my generation. Ooh. So what they can look forward to as my generation is growing up and will eventually be their, you know, their clients and their customers. So being given that opportunity, which, you know, the first corporation that kind of booked me to speak, which will be coming up in February. um, I didn't know that that's what it would be until I realized, well, I do have some information to tell. Like that can be something that um, my business evolves into. Yeah. So my, my business can kind of turn into that because I won't be, you know, an under 18 young entrepreneur for any longer, you know? Yeah. Um, you need well, to make like, a real business out of it. In the States, it's like, you can say not till 21. So you could push it right. for like three more years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm definitely going to do that. I'm definitely going to keep pushing it because I still started my business at 16 and uh, graduated at 16. So it's still there of my accomplishments and how young they started. Yeah. And it's, it's one of those things where, again, it's like, it's age, but age is nothing but a number two, right? Like, right. I think until I push 50, I can still say I'm like a young entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I definitely think so. So what's the, uh, like, I don't like the word mistake, but what do you think mm-hmm. was the biggest learning opportunity that you've had on this journey? So the biggest learning opportunity has been um, being able to kind of be out there in front of people. So with social media, it's one, but when you're um, public speaking, it's kind of another because not only do you have to create create content to keep that, um, that business going, yeah. but you have to be vulnerable in some of your speeches or when people come to ask you afterwards and just give them value, which I focus so much on because it's worked out well for me um, and how much it's unfolded in like the last year, but just being vulnerable and, and talking about my life and like my mom, even being out there, people are asking her, how did you get your kid to do that? And she's, we just don't, we didn't like to do that before, you know, the camera and everything. So, yeah. So you're just kind of like, Oh, now everyone knows everything about me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's definitely like a learning opportunity to just, um, one not only fall in love with yourself and what you look like on camera, but getting used to your voice. Like I, I can't watch my own videos. It's just something like anytime I hear my voice, I'm like, ah! <laughs> like I start screaming. Yeah. I'm like, just turn it off. But I used I, to not realize how nasally I was until I was doing <laughs> a video for someone else. And someone commented, can you make her voice stop? It's hurting me. I was like, <laughs> what? And I commented, I'm like, sorry, what about my voice do you not like? And they're like, you sound like a Kermit or something that belongs on Sesame Street. <laughs> and for months, I would just record stuff and not listen after. I was like, I, 
am I even putting people through this? Do I need right. this yeah. thingy like yeah. T-Pain? <laughs> right? Yeah, it's definitely a learning um, opportunity for you to just, I, I guess, fall back in love with yourself or if it's the first time, which it's been the first time for me. So, Hey, the first time is kind of the best time, but then it happens over and over again and you find another reason to love yourself. I can tell you that on my journey because right. I'm pretty sure I hate myself and love myself yeah. 20 times in one day. <laughs> So, right? <laughs> yeah, that took a second. Got a love connection. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> you, so you're still young. You still live at home. Do you want to, like, mm-hmm. move and travel to Europe? Do you want to kind of migrate to Europe? Do you want to stay in the States? Do you want to go to a different coast? Like, what do the next, like, let's say five years look like for you? Yeah, so um, I did graduate with my associate of science degree, um, and I'm going for my bachelor's in computer science. So right now I'm going back to school. I took um, the summer and fall semester off just for travel. Um, So getting back into school, and this has been the first time that I've been traveling a lot. I'm like, I had to tell my teachers on the first day of class, which was this Monday, I was like, so I have a lot that we can, you know, try and help the school and the business thing because that is what I do yeah um so you know doing that for the next two years um to get my bachelor's degree and then continuing speaking and usually it changes every day especially like this last week kind of unfolding booking events and stuff and what they're asking from me as a soon-to-be 18 year old as a, a person who um, has been able to learn a lot about my generation and what that looks forward to my business. So, you know, keeping going with that for as long as I can. That's super awesome. And so is home home or do you think home could be another state? I kind of just like to know where people are going to mind. Yeah. So I had moved to Florida for a little bit. Um, I'm now back in Ohio and my long-term plan is to move to Florida. Um, I just love the place so much. Where I lived, we were next to the beach, and it's like the water calls me all the time, like Moana. So you're I love right. that movie. <laughs> I, love, I love the coconuts in that movie. They're, I feel yeah. like they're misunderstood. They just want the shiny objects. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask a question, and it's a little bit charged, but I feel like you're the great model for that. So you're in Ohio. And in Canada, when we're seeing the news about like mm-hmm. racism and like black people dying, it's in states similar to Ohio. Right. So now you're this young entrepreneur yeah. going out there. Do you feel fearful? Like, is the media portraying it worse than it is? Do you think your voice is helping show that like not all black people are crazy criminals or like? Right. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. So, so how do you feel a- about what's going on with that? And how do you think your voice is going to help that? Yeah, so there is a lot going on. Um, I'm not really in it as much as I would say some other people that I'm connected with are. So there's one girl, Shanice Lee. Um, She's a young activist, and she's the author of The Young Revolutionary. I would say she's someone who's more into the activism part of it. Um, I'm not really sure. All I can do is really have faith because um, there's some parts that I want to be involved with. And then there's, there's some that I don't, and I know in what ways that I can help, which is really valuable, you know, not to be in everything, but to use your strength to help. So for me, um, just being the face of someone who can very well represent black people, sometimes black women, um, 
is not only helping how other people perceive us to be, but showing the young kids who are growing up right now that they can not only right what they can face and what that looks like for them. Because when I started um, just going to a lot of events and being in front of really important people, it taught me lessons about not only as a black person, what you have to be, but sometimes what you'll go through. Like, you know, I got my first internship this past summer and I, I went through some things that, you know, it was not only because I was black, but because I was young. So that's like a whole nother battle. Yeah. But, um, being able to represent and starting to educate um, young black kids, which is so important and um, being a representative because if people contact the, contact me through their web, through the website, I will respond. And that's one thing where, you know, after I speak, that is something else that I give, which is you can contact me and I will respond back to you. I will have a kid respond to me about I'm trying to get into a really good think about some answers to a question which could be you know what organizations are you thinking of getting into what impact are you thinking of making for your high school and write something like that so just just being a really good role model and being there for them which is so important and I hope I don't lose that I will say that I hope I don't lose responding to people and um, yeah I'm gonna try my hardest for that it's hard some days. Some days I look into my email and I have like 30 and I'm just like, oh gosh. Okay, people, it's yeah. going to be three-day response time. So yeah. uh, like you're saying you have been in situations just because of like your age and race. So, and it's scary. I know I've been in similar situations. Like I don't like, you know, but right. situations where I know I'm being discriminated against or pushed down or uncomfortable. So how do you kind of find your Zen to keep going back there every day or to be in that situation knowing that because whether it's someone being an entrepreneur or an advocate or just living life, there's those moments where they feel down Mm -hmm. or they feel degraded and they don't want to do it again. And so how do you keep going back at it? Right. So I definitely think that, um, being comfortable with, the uncomfortable is something that you really have to learn because it's going to put you in tough situations, but you have to just trust that, you know, everything will happen the way that it does. And sometimes you kind of blame yourself, which, you know, a lot of the time I blame myself for the things that I do, but I also have to realize I'm being put in a position where I can better serve people. Um, So now that I have the experience with my internship, I know not only, you know, just one, what I'm going to have to deal with, being so young but two how I can help others and that just helps me go back to you know if I'm speaking or something and I'm talking about what it looks like going into STEM this is some of the things that she'll have to go through and and opening um the eyes and minds of kids because they're going to go through so many different things helps but also just dressing your best I will say that for my internship I definitely dressed better than the boss (laughs) Um, so I had a blazer on every day and just feeling confident in the things that I do when I go to work, but also what I do after work. So I speak and I get to, you know, make an impact and just being able to connect with people and having my book out, um, knowing that what you do is bigger than the job. Mm -hmm. Preach girl. Let's do like a, (laughs) Yeah. So you brought up your book a couple of times. Tell everybody about your book. Like, why did you write yes. it and why should they read it? And where can yes. they get it? 
So the strategic mind of a young legend, and that kind of goes along with my a young legend name is all about not only my story of how I graduated, how I started a business and started thinking strategically about my life and my legacy, but how you can gain the resources that you have and leverage it for success. So that was one thing I noticed with my life was I had nothing to start out with. I was starting from a clean state. Yeah. So, you know, being able to build the blog into speaking and just, you know, kind of going with the flow, but, you know, social media and everything like that. Yeah. Utilizing you have available kind of. Yeah. Even if you have um, a small following or anything like that, you can definitely um, get what you want out of life, whether that's money, whether that's health or, you know, love, whatever. So you can find it on my website, ayounglegend.com. Don't forget the A. A Young Legend. Okay. And I think um, it's really important for people to remember that because I always hear people say, oh, I can't be an entrepreneur. I don't have $10,000 or I only have five followers on Instagram. And it's, I think people think we got to that overnight, right? right? Like, yes. <laughs> and I think it's it, so true. It, it hurts your ego sometimes. Cause like, let's say Instagram, for example, you'll be like, right. Oh, I'm at, I'm not, I'm at a thousand, but I, for me, I was, it was for like a good three months. I was stuck between this like 900 and thousand bubble. And like, I could all look and all of a sudden I've had 30 followers and then I've lost 50 and I'm just like, what's going on? (laughs) So do you have, um, times? Yeah. Like your media, like, do you have times with your media or something where you feel like you're getting momentum and all of a sudden you're like, what, what, what happened? Like, right. You have times like that or is it just all uphill for you? So I only have 500 followers on Instagram, so you are doing much better than me. Um, I, I have my moments of it going up and down, but I've been able to leverage other things that I know don't go up and down, like LinkedIn. Okay. And yeah. that's kind of done by just putting yourself out there in a professional way for the what right people to see so you. People and that's so important. Yes, Amara Leggett. So A M A R A L E G G E T T. Okay, I'll put so, that on. I don't think yeah. you're LinkedIn friends, so now my feelings are a little bit. I know, I know. I need to connect with you. Okay, yeah, um, we'll connect. Yes. So you know, leveraging some things that you do have control of, um, and I've kind of come up with like little strategies that I use to not only get features um, in like magazines and things, but connect with the right people so that when you put out great content or you write a super great description, which I'm, you know, I'm starting to master starting with the quote and just making people feel, um, empathy. It, it goes in a way that I need it to go to the right yeah. people. And so do you think there's a tool that you're utilizing that's working really good for you that, mm-hmm. um, not a lot of people are looking at? Like, I think everyone's using Instagram. I think like dogs are using Instagram. So do you think like, <laughs> dogs have more followers than half of us some days? So yes, is they there, do. Um, a platform or an app that you find is really good for your business and connections that a lot of people don't utilize as much that they should be. Yeah. So. Oh, I think we're losing our connection right now. I really hope not. Hang on. Let me check my Wi-Fi. 
Yes. So, um, because very professional and who have the job titles that may want to book me. Um, sorry, you said LinkedIn, it, right? Because my thing. Yes. Out a little bit. Okay, perfect. Yes. So LinkedIn um, gets me in front of not only like STEM educators and the people who value what I do, um, but just the people who can, who are your audience, who will um, either book you to speak or purchase your product or service. There's one girl on LinkedIn. Her name is Sasha Austin. Um, She is the author of Sasha Savvy Loves to Code. And she wrote the book at 19. um, And she when she first launched it, it was actually a Kickstarter campaign, but she used LinkedIn to promote that Kickstarter campaign. She was only trying to raise $5,000 and she ended up raising $17,000 in the end, but she raised that 5,000 in four days. And that was because of LinkedIn. And she was 19 years. I think she, she started doing it at like 18, 19. Wow. That's insane. I think I'm going to have to talk to her. You tell her to call me. <laughs> yes, I will. I will tell her. Um, and some of the strategies that you can even do on LinkedIn is just connect with a really important person. So whether that's the CEO of a company that you think just, you know, really helps whether you want to connect with them at an event or something and go through their connections. That is one thing that I use even for Instagram is I follow influencers and then I go through the people that are following them. Mm. or they're, who they're following. Because a lot of the time, if the influencers are following somebody, that means they either spoken at that event, been featured in that place, or connecting with other um, entrepreneurs who, you know, they're working on yeah. collaborating or something like that. Because it's like, there's only so much that, like people you can follow when you're like legitimately right. doing it and then Instagram filters it. So you got to keep it low. Right. And- so that's a really great strategy for people to utilize. And yes. I know like not a lot of us want to follow everybody because again, it gets overwhelming, but you can always right. unfollow. Yeah. <laughs> but with LinkedIn, it helps because not only, you, you know, you have to connect with them, but they have to accept your connection. So like completely honest, connect with me and then go through my connections. Yeah. I, I tell that to everybody, go through the people that I'm following and see and connect with them. That's it's super easy. You don't have to start with, with ground zero a lot of the time. Yeah. And I think that's huge because so many of us are scared. We feel like we're starting from ground zero, but right. you actually have to start from ground zero because you're 16. Whereas if someone's 25, 35, you yeah. know, they've maybe met a few people in their lives. They've been through the ins and outs. They've mm-hmm. gone to work and you're just like, oh, I'm starting fresh. Like, <laughs> right. I had no money, nothing. I only used 99 cents for my domain name. I made a free website and that was it. Started putting out content. See, and I think that's why you're so, you're more successful than a lot of people because a lot of us get cocky when we're older and throw a lot of money into our business. And I know I've been bad and like spent on things where I still go like, oh, that money could have been better so somewhere else, right? But I right. have the money. And so when I look at like what my startup costs were mm-hmm. based off like what your startup costs were, I'm like, oh, I did that wrong. Like, <laughs> 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 you know, like That's I even, um, I originally paid someone to build my website because I thought mm-hmm. it was over my head. Like I talked mm-hmm. myself in, out of it. Like I was like, I can't even use my smart TV half the time. So how am I building a website? Right. Like, right. Right. Yeah. Me some days. And so I paid someone for this website that I didn't even love. 
And then as I ended up meeting website people, they're asking me questions about, do I have this? And do I have the Google stuff on it? And I'm like, I pay somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I'm out as I reach out to the person I paid for, I didn't have any of those things. Mm. And the website wasn't something I fully wanted. And it ended up being something that cost me a lot of money. Now I'm rebuilding it now. And it was something that I, if I just forced myself to sit there for two hours and learn right. website building, I wouldn't have been in that situation. Yeah. And not even that. I use the platform called Weebly. So um, Weebly.com, you can go and make a free website. It's very easy to use. It's kind of like blocks. You just drag and drop. So that was me, you know, first putting out content. Um, And I've eventually moved to Wix. So it has a lot more options for you to do really cool stuff in the background. So my website um, is still free to make. I've upgraded it for, you know, just to remove the um, domain name. But when I first started, the domain name was 99 cents and I had it redirected. So it still said .weebly.com in it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey guys, a young legend, she held her pennies, okay? That's why she's right, a legend. I did. I did. So is there something like, now you're making money. I really hope right. you're making money, right? Yes. Is there something that when you get to purchase it or mm-hmm. get to go do it that you'll be like, I made it like, you know, like some guy, I find guys are always like, it's a Lamborghini, you know, and girls, like parents, like moms will say, taking my kids to Disneyland or something like that. So for you in your age group, but you like men, it's funny because I say your age group, but Mm -hmm. mentally I feel like you're at like 70, but (laughs) right. Yeah. So what is that thing that when it happened, you're going to be like, I did it. Yeah. Um, buy a house. Want to buy a house? Yes, I want to buy a house. Um, if not, most all cash out. Um, I think it's just really important to have a place where, you know, whether you still have a business going, um, you don't have to pay rent. You, you don't have to worry about that. And using it as leverage, whether that means buying another investment property or, you know, using that as a vacation house you know, for Airbnb, anything, or you just live in it and you, you work your business out of it. It'll always be yours. That's really smart. However, I'm going to keep you saving and there's still houses in foreclosure down in the state. So just go buy a $2 house. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. In Detroit, it's, it's definitely still very affordable. Um, and then when I lived in Florida, it's still affordable in some places. So that's like, um, where I'm at, they say it's affordable, but like a one bedroom apartment that's falling apart is like 120,000. And I'm just like, uh, I don't think that's affordable. <laughs> oh no, you're frozen on my screen. Oh. Okay, let's wait a second. Uh, okay, I'm good internet wise and I'm totally have you frozen. 